Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Hello again, my name is Jennifer Ivaz, and I'm so glad that you've joined us today. Well, we're talking about inner healing and deliverance, and I have a special guest. Her name is Pastor Michelle Passy, and I'm interviewing her on the topic of soul ties. You're gonna learn about soul ties and how to break free once and for all. So stay tuned and check it out. Welcome everybody, my name is Jennifer Ivaz, and I just wanna remind you that you are supernatural because of Jesus Christ in you. You're anointed to heal the brokenhearted. You're anointed to set the captives free. But how many of us know that many people who are in deliverance ministry, who write the deliverance books and do the stuff in that area, it's because they've been delivered themselves. And that's why I'm excited for my guest today, Michelle Passy, thank you for joining us today. And Michelle, she is from Washington State, and she just moved here to California. She's actually a part of our team here at Harvest Church in Turlock, California. But she was our online pastor and working remote, and now she's here in person, and she is working alongside our team in a greater capacity now. Michelle, it's so good to have you here today. And I remember that we met years ago. We came together over a common problem. Maybe you can go ahead and share more about that. Yeah, I believe we were just you know, learning how to navigate operating in the gifts of the spirit, specifically discerning of spirit. And it wasn't going so well for most no. of us at that time. Yeah. yeah, We really came together over that to try to figure yeah. this all out. Yeah. And so we just kind of uh, started a friendship and just, you know, as we were growing and learning how to navigate the prophetic, discerning the spirits, just all of those kinds of things. And then at that, you know, I believe you started to write your first book and um, just really got to watch you launch into all of the things that God had for you. And now look. I know, now we've been running together in ministry in different capacities uh, ever since. Now, Michelle, tell us about your salvation story. It's so unusual. So about 2003, um, I just had my um, youngest son and, um, you know, I had not been walking with the Lord for many, many years, many years. I gave my life to the Lord when I was younger. And then in my teens, I um, walked away from the Lord. So, you, you know, so there'd been several years where I had fallen away from God. 2003, I'd just given birth to my youngest son. And um, that particular night, I had a dream. And in the dream, um, the Lord really showed me two paths I could go. One of those paths was um, his calling and destiny for my life. The other one was, you know, not so much. <laughs> and so in the dream, I chose God. I chose to um, serve him and to give him my life. And, um, you know, I woke up the next morning and I was the, not the same person I was when I went to bed. That is so unusual, but I've heard of that story again and again, where, where people, they encountered Jesus in a dream. They actually got saved in the dream. Yeah. And that's a place, a realm where sometimes Jesus will meet people and, and turn their lives around and you're living proof of that, yeah. of that testimony. Yeah. Now you're also a deliverance minister, yeah. but 
you know how it is. We become deliverance ministers because we had to get delivered. Yeah. You have a very extreme story, you know, and, and that's what appeals to me because we, we share extreme yeah. stories. And so you went through some deliverance sessions that were maybe not typical, but maybe maybe you could share about that and, and what, what you had to do. Yeah, absolutely. So after, well, in the dream, I actually got some deliverance, okay. um, which also led me on a discovery for more deliverance, you know, because once you taste freedom, you want more freedom. And so I, I started to, I found a deliverance ministry and there um, I began my journey of just getting completely free from the things that were holding me back and were binding me. And I had two major deliverance sessions that were five hours a piece. That is not typical. No. Five hours worth five of hours. deliverance. Why would you need five hours worth of deliverance? Yeah. Why would it take that long? Yeah. Well, I mean, in that time that I was, had fallen away from the Lord, you know, I had, you know, done, you know, gotten into drugs and alcohol and, you know, um, sexual sins. And then also I was doing new age stuff. I was in mm. some occult stuff. Okay. And so, you know, that just was the majority of the deliverance sessions. Well, and that's the reality, no matter what the reason is and why you engaged in sin on that level, mm -hmm. you know, you still had to get free from it. There are open doors to demonic bondage. Satan doesn't play fair. He walks in wherever we open the door and you had to work that out even though you were saved. That's right. That's a hard one for people to accept mm -hmm. sometimes that I am gonna have to repent of the sin, mm -hmm. Uh, renounce it and go through the breaking of it because mm -hmm. Satan is still trying to hold on through that decision that I made way back when. Yep. Wow. Okay. So five hours, was it uh, violent? Was it, you know, I mean, was it gentle? Uh, was it just kind of all of the above? I mean, did you feel like you're treated well? I mean, that's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, well, you know, absolutely. I mean, I remember the first, the first session, um, you know, I just got some so much freedom. I was so excited for the next session. There was a few things that I was like, Lord, do we really have to bring this out in public? Like, right. you know, okay. but you, you do what you got to do to get free, right? Amen. I agree. Well, everybody, Michelle is here today because I want her to talk to you about soul ties and to tell us how to break free from the negative ones. It's a topic that I didn't cover in my book, The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook, but it's one that we need to know about and it's one that we need to get free from. And so we're gonna talk about that in just a moment. I wanna thank all of my global partners who are financially supporting this ministry as we get this message, as we advance God's kingdom across the earth through media. We have a message about the supernatural and reconciling people to the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that they can preach the gospel with confidence, preach the gospel the way Jesus intended, and it's working. We've had so many testimonies of people finally reconciling that they are supernatural because of the Holy Spirit and actually stepping into ministry for the first time ever. So many ministries launch, ministries that are preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ ministries that want to win souls, that are winning souls, and it's been a power encounter across media, in person, in churches, and even more. If you want to become a financial partner and support this ministry, well, I want to invite you to give. Go to jenniferevaz.com and just hit the Give tab. 
Welcome back, everybody. I have Michelle Passy here, and she is going to talk to us about soul ties and how to get rid of them once and for all. Michelle, what are soul ties? Yeah, soul ties are like an entanglement where our souls just get intertwined with one another. Um, they can be either healthy ones or they can be unhealthy ones. You know, so we see examples of that in the Bible where when a husband and wife get married, they say that they become, the Bible says they become one flesh. Okay. So that would be an example of what a soul tie is. And then there's another one between Jonathan and David. Yes. says that the Lord knit their souls together. Yeah. So they're not always negative. No. Actually, there's some soul ties that God actually ordains. And we use that term, but we don't necessarily know what that implies. Yeah. Okay. So when my husband and I, we can finish each other's sentences, mm -hmm. when we can text each other at the same time, mm -hmm. when we can look across the room and we know exactly what each other's yeah. thinking. It's not magic. It's not mm -hmm. something spooky. It's actually that soul tie, the function of that soul tie. Yep, right? absolutely. Okay, and yep. uh, what about with friends? Do you ever experience that with friends? Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're thinking of a friend and then all of a sudden they give you a call or, you know, you're... I've had that happen yeah. many times. Okay? Yeah, I love it. You know, it just shows <laughs> that you're just connected and it's a good thing. It's a healthy thing. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've been thinking about somebody and thinking about somebody, and the next thing they text. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's cool. Yeah. And and we just have a friendship, you know, just a, a godly friendship, and, yeah. and we're both serving the Lord. Nothing funky or weird yeah. about it. So those are positive soul ties, okay? And, and there's nothing wrong with that. So we want to make sure that we, we clarify that soul ties in and of itself are not necessarily bad. They do have a context. What about negative context? Yeah, so there are definitely some negative um, context to them. What does it sure. feel like? So that would be where you're like obsessively thinking about maybe the opposite sex or even the same sex. And it's know? not always sexual. No, it's not always sexual But it's at obsession. All. It's obsessive. You can't stop thinking about that person. You can't live without them and you think they can't live without you. With You know, you're constantly dreaming about them. Sometimes it is sexual. Sometimes it isn't sexual, but there's all always this, this constant thing where you feel like you need to be next to that person. So it really goes into the realm of idolatry. They yes. start to replace God. Absolutely. Okay. Because again, you can have some very strong friendships yes. and almost where like you have a lot of thinking and thought process toward them. Yeah. But God is in the center. That's right. God is first. Yeah. Okay. I think it's important to clear that up. Okay. Uh, so, so it can be negative where it becomes idolatrous. Mm -hmm. They are replacing God. You think about nothing else but them pleasing mm -hmm. them. Yep. Whatever their wishes Just, are is your command. Yeah, anything. And this could go, yeah. this could be with a marriage. This could be with children. This could be with friends. Wow. This could be, you know, with um, relationships that are outside of marriage. Any kind of thing, you know, any kind of relationship. Really. Okay, all right. Uh, can you give us an example of a negative soul tie? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, a few years ago, I was doing, I was in a deliverance session with someone. and An actual know, session. A, you were leading the session and they wanted help. Okay. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Okay. And um, this, you know, this is a while ago, and this particular person had been in a relationship with a spiritual leader, mm -hmm. and the spiritual leader happened to be married. Ooh. And yeah. Okay. And this person really believed that um, this spiritual leader was meant for them, that they were supposed to be married. 
Wow, I, I have heard of that scenario yeah. way too many times, okay? Mm -hmm. This is a, a, a common deception. Yeah. All right, so yeah. go ahead. So in this um, entanglement, you know, right. they were in sin, they had an affair. Mm -hmm. um, the spiritual leader ended up um, patching things up with their spouse and remained married and okay, so was repentant and all of those things. But wow. the person... Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. The person that was seeking deliverance at this moment um, still was tied to the spiritual leader and was having a very difficult time breaking the tie. And so we had to walk through repentance. Okay. So so they were having trouble breaking the tie, meaning they, like the relationship been been cut off on the other end, but right. they hadn't been able to cut it off emotionally, yes. internally. They're still in the throes of it, connected, yes. thinking about them, wanting them, wanting the marriage to break up so they can have them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Still having the obsessive thoughts, Ugh. still having the dreams, still believing that this might, this relationship really is of God and for them. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so that's the deception because yeah. that isn't the Lord. The no. Lord, what, what the Lord joins together, let no man that's separate. Right. So this person was still connected to them in their yeah. emotions, and even in, even spiritually, mm -hmm. they were connected to them, and and it hadn't cut off. Mm -hmm. Common deception. Yeah. They wanted to be the wife, yep. and not let what God had ordained be what God had ordained. Yeah. It's very, very deceptive. It's very much sin, mm -hmm. and so this person was having trouble cutting it off. Yeah. So we walked, we walked them through repentance, and really just having them look at themselves, like what led them to this relationship. What is it in us, you know, that would cause us to want to be in a relationship that is unhealthy? Um, and allow ourselves to be deceived, thinking that this relationship is something holy when in reality it is unholy. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So we started walking her through some deliverance um, and really just having to go deep into those places of unhealed wounds. You know, the relationship, the soul tie is the fruit, right? We got to get to the root. Right. We got to get to the root of why why it, she felt it was okay to be in a relationship that wasn't healthy or holy. Yeah, because that's the only way you can get healed. A lot of people look at affairs and, and different things that people do, and they judge that as mm -hmm. being the the root of it. It's yeah. not. It is the fruit. There's a reason why that person walked into that yeah. kind of relationship. So that's what you were working her Absolutely. through. Absolutely. Once we walked her through those things and went into some really deep inner healing and repentance, and, renoun and renouncing her sin, she was able to break the soul tie and is completely free. That's incredible. I wonder how long she had suffered. Many years. Where, oh, wow. We're talking uh, like 20 years. That is that is insane yeah. to have to actually carry that kind of tie yeah. for that long. Well, everyone, this is about soul ties and how to break the negative ones. Join us again next week for part two of this powerful topic. The Inner Healing and Deliverance Handbook was really written to help people who are stuck, who don't know how to get out of it, who need some language, who need some encouragement and need some help. Writing my fifth book, uh, I wanted people to feel the hope. They will get a revelation that helps them to face anything and work through to the very best outcome that can possibly be, and that is true freedom.
Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.